Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Marketing Podcast, your source for all things marketing. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so I have David Lemley on the line. He's president and head of brand strategy over at Retail Voodoo, and he's also author of Beloved and Dominant Brands, the brand ecosystem that drives better-for-you brands from one of many to category prominence. David, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me. So uh, I'm excited to get into your book today. So Beloved and Dominant Brands, uh, which, by the way, when I saw the cover, I'm like, come on. Of, cor- of course, a CPG branding guy, he would have to have a beautiful cover, and it's a great book design. So um, great stuff there. But, but before we get into your book, I do want to talk a little bit more about what you're doing over at Retail Buddhist. So first, uh, kick us off by telling us a little bit more about the company, please. Sure. So Retail Voodoo is a brand consultancy. We specialize in helping better-for-you brands in the food, beverage, wellness, and fitness spaces. So natural, organic, health, immunity, that sort of thing. We help those brands mainstream their products and cross over into conventional and become category leaders. So a lot of um, a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives listening. And at the end, I'm going to give you the opportunity to leave your your website and/or contact information so people can get in touch with your team. Um, just so that the right pe- types of clients get in touch with uh, your team. Um, what are the right typical like fits for uh, to work with um, to work with your company? We find that most people find value working with us when they are at an inflection point. So. They are either ready to press the gas and go big, or they have had their marketplace disrupted, or maybe they have a growth challenge that conventional marketing is not going to solve. So um, I think this is going to be a great transition, actually. Let's let's just jump right into this book. So Beloved and Dominant Brands, where do you want to start with this one? What, what What was the inspiration? So I I wrote the book because of our category of specialization. I find that when we first got into really working in this natural is better for you space, that we were kind of seen as crazies. And now we're seven, eight years into it, and it is very popular for investors and founders, and it's cool Mm -hmm. to be an entrepreneur, and so everybody's into it. And what we're finding is that – just like Mike Tyson famously said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Mm. And so I wrote the book in order to give people a plan so they would have a common vocabulary when things got tough or when things got tricky or when they needed to grow and they needed to create internal alignment. So it's, it's actually a roadmap on how to build a brand in any condition. It's been used in the last two recessions. So I'm confident it'll work in the current situation. Man, I, I love the thought process, and I think it's super interesting how you bring up. And in my mind, it's funny because you're like, you became the cool kids all of a sudden. You're like, everybody's talking, using this language, and thinking about their brand in a way that you've been doing for a really long time. Yeah, it's 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 a little bit like that. It kind of funny. So, what do you find are um, are some of the uh, some of the challenges 
that you see, and obviously this is going to change from person to person and obviously from business to business. What do you find that some of the challenges have come um, from people that are trying to build their brands? Well, I, I think that prior to the, the situation we find ourselves in with the quarantine going on, I think that there was this notion of anybody in this space that had a cool idea could get funding and therefore could make something cool. And that that would often create uh, dominance by default or relevance by default. And that what we know, because anybody can get access to the factory and anybody can get access to funds and even ingredients, that it really is the idea behind the brand and what you stand for and what your purpose and your mission is. In other words, why you exist beyond making a product and why you exist beyond making a profit, how you're going to contribute to people. So it's really helping people realize that that is what matters and getting them to be able to communicate that so that everyone inside the organization says and believes the same thing so that they can go out and evangelize that to the world and build a brand that plays on preference rather than on price or on feature and benefit. So uh, for the listeners, um, obviously, we're not going to have time to get into the entire book, but I do want to give everybody a flavor of what to expect when they go out and pick up a copy of this. So Chapter 1, uh, Consumer Education, Turning Buyers into Believers. PR, uh, chapter 2, PR, Building a Sphere of Authenticity. Um, uh, chapter 4, In-Store, Whispering in the Shoppers Year. I mean, there's a, I mean, I can see here that you basically took your experience and what you've been doing for brands for a long time and downloaded it in this book. Um, I do want to um, I do want to highlight one of these though and, and and get a little bit more from you so chapter seven social media nurturing a dialogue with with consumers who love you tell us a little bit more about that please so chapter seven is really sort of the the crowning jewel this notion of social media and I find that so many brands actually get this wrong because they start there rather than mm-hmm. build a plan to go there and use it as a communication strategy. Uh, really, it's part of the ecosystem and that when you have customer education and you have your public relations plan or your authenticity relations plan, as we call it, and your advertising and your in-store or your e-commerce experience and your web and your direct all dialed, then your social becomes your most powerful tool. If you don't have those things in place, you end up thinking that likes are going to turn into dollars and it creates a challenge for brands. So uh, I, I love that you, I love that you bring this up, David. So you can't just go out there and do some and do a couple of posts without having a strategy behind it. Right. I think there's too many sophisticated players out there to actually cut through if you don't have a plan. Yeah, and I see that all too often with brands, um, especially when they're they're thinking that the the whole idea is that they're going to build the social media following, then they're going to launch a product, and they're going to and they're going to have this following that's going to just be a ready built in audience. And you're kind, I always think about it, and I'm like, man, but like, what are you offering? Like, what's your overall like? What is your value that you want to offer the market in general um, before even thinking of building that and creating the strategy behind it? So I, I love it. I mean, I love the thought process that you're that you go in in this book. Um, that being said, if somebody so final question, so two part question by the way, David. So um, number one, 
if somebody is is thinking about what's next in in building their brand and they want to connect with um, with retail voodoo, so what's the best way for them to to follow up? And then part two, um, what's the best way for people to learn more about the book? So if you want to learn more about Retail Voodoo and what we do and how we might be able to help you, you can check us out on the web at retailvoodoo.com. There are literally hundreds of uh, insights and resources available for marketer, investors, and founder owners in this space. That would be the, the best place to do that. If you want to find out more about the book, you can actually download a chapter of it at our website, or if you want to purchase it, you can do that at Amazon. What I will say last thing about the book is that I wrote the book with the intention that it would be able to be read on a two-hour flight. So it takes people one to two days to read it. That's oh, all. That's the intent awesome. is it becomes, becomes a resource that you flip through over and over again throughout the, the year as you're doing your marketing plan. Fantastic. Well, David, really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, sharing more about all the great work you're doing over at Retail Voodoo. And uh, congrats again on the book. And to my listeners, definitely go go pick up a copy of that. So I found it really easy. I'm beloved. Um, I just went on Amazon, typed it in, it came out really easy. Um, beloved and dominant brand. So again, congrats on the new book, David. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me review in the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Marketing, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments in the video. Love to know what kind of projects and things that you're working on. And David, thanks again for coming on the show. Adam, thanks for having me.